You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. This first hour brought to you by Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. 205 342 9904 always is the number to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email address for the show is Wimp. And Barry at Yahoo.com. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm hanging in there, Barry. A little bit of uh, baseball and football this day and time now. So uh, Brian Robinson last night scored a touchdown as uh, Washington beat Joe's favorite team, the Bears, 12-7. Lackluster game. The Thursday night games have been lackluster for some reason. I guess people like to watch scoring, but uh, anyway, Washington won twelve to seven. Brian Robinson, who's, as you know, most of you know, was shot uh, one a couple of times uh, in trying to get his car, but uh, he was uh, had a good game last night. Uh, in baseball, the Astros beat the Mariners um, four to two, which was certainly um, a good win for them. Temple uh, only scored 30. If you like a lot of scoring in football, um, Central Florida, Augusta's team won 78-13 against Temple. And then um, West Virginia, a little bit of an upset, I would say, beat uh, uh, beat a good good Baylor team, 43-40. It was a nip-and-tuck all-the-way game. And uh, North Carolina Central beat uh, Morgan State uh, 59-20. So you had a lot of... A lot of um, football high scoring there in, in those games. There, the Guardians and the Yankees, and Indians and the Yankees, should say, were were rained out last night. Uh, tonight, uh, you can watch uh, this afternoon. You can watch the Indians and the Yankees at twelve oh seven. The Braves at three thirty seven, and the Dodgers at uh, seven thirty seven tonight. Uh, there'll also be some some uh, more football. On, on the games tonight, so we'll talk about those a little bit later. But basically, that, that's what's happened. So we've got uh, – I did the blue plate yesterday, or I have done – I'll do the blue plate now. Um, most of you already probably know it anyway because it was um, – I looked at Texas and um, Iowa State real heavily and thought that was 16 points, maybe 16 and a half some places. And uh, – uh, Ole Miss in in Auburn. It's going to be a much different difficult game. Uh, uh, it's fifteen points. I took Ole Miss and, and and made the blue plate out of that. But I like both teams, both games that I, I talked about. Um, Lane Kiffin's got a big ego. He like to run. He likes to run the score up. He likes to you know be the only team undefeated in the league uh, in the West. Uh, so. Um, that's the one I picked. So whether that's good, bad, or none of the above, it's it's a little bit a little bit difficult to to know. So um, we'll we'll see what happens there. Got uh, got some some 
good football on tonight as well. So Auburn and Auburn and uh, uh, Ole Miss will be at eleven o'clock tomorrow. Uh, should be. Uh, I, I don't know if it'll be an interesting game or not. I think I think it'll be okay. It'll be. It, it'll be just okay, I guess. The uh, Alabama Tennessee game, of course, is the two thirty hour time. Vanderbilt Tennessee, Vanderbilt Georgia's. At two thirty as well, Arkansas BYU. Why they play BYU? It's a pick'em game, uh, and BYU is uh, to go BYU is a little bit dangerous. I think that's a two thirty game as well. I think uh, LSU's at Florida, and Mississippi State closes out the night with a six thirty game uh, at Kentucky. So that's really about all I have. All right, uh, we may have some good news here. Let's go to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's calling in early uh, this morning. Maybe he's got a grandbaby. I don't know yet, but uh, the Yellowwood Hotline and bring Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Hi, Bryce. Good morning. Well, uh, uh, Ruth, she'll, she arrived uh, uh, Wednesday night at le- at eleven fifty six. She didn't make, almost didn't make it for the twelfth, but she made it eleven fifty six. Uh, great, great tonight. Thank you. Great. Appreciate it, Coach. Sure. Uh, Coach, are you going to do the three-team deal this week? No, well, I, I hadn't planned on it. Uh, it was a little bit awkward this week because we were kind of running around. Uh, do you want me to start doing that next week? That'd be great. But well, if you want to do one this week, you can do it right now. Tell me tell me who you want. Well, uh, Mississippi State is playing uh, Kentucky. Kentucky, right? It's yeah. in Starkville. No, it's in, in Lexington. Hmm. Is uh, Levin's going to play? I don't know. It's questionable. Uh, I'll take what's – what's the line on Florida and LSU? I'll take Florida. Uh, Florida is, uh, I think, about a one-and-a-half-point favorite, two-point favorite or something. All right, I'll take, I'll take that game, and I'll take uh, uh, Ole Miss in the – and giving up the points. Ole Miss, Florida, and and uh, who? Who you uh, want? Kentucky, Mississippi State. Ole Miss is uh, the line is uh, fifteen and a half. What was the other game you said there, uh, Bryce? It was fifteen yesterday, so that's what I played that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I said Ole Miss and Auburn. I think I think Ole Miss, but State. Uh, what's the line on that game? Minus three uh, and a half. State saved about three and a half. Levin's, you don't know if Levin's going to play. Uh, they, nope. they say he is. Make a bet. 100% sure. Well, I think I'll go ahead and take State because they're the hot right. hand right All now. Right. All right. Thanks, Bryce. Appreciate it. Glad you got hey, the who's your blue plate? You said you said Ole Miss. And, uh... Yeah, I took Ole Miss was 15 yesterday. That's when I gave it uh, Ole Miss 15. I, I've debated between that and the. <laughs> The Texas Iowa State game. Iowa State. If Texas gets their quarterback back, they're pretty darn good. And they may have a little bit of a letdown after you know after having beaten Oklahoma the way they right. did, but mentally. But uh, how about the Indians? How they do? They they uh they did not play. They were they were uh, rained out, and they'll play today at twelve some twelve oh seven. All right. Well, thanks, Coach. Right. I appreciate thanks. y'all letting me talk. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Alrighty. righty. Why don't we keep it rolling on the hotline and welcome in Tom. Tom, you're on the uh, Yellowwood hotline this morning. Hey, Tom, good morning. 
Hey, Coach, how are you this morning? Good morning. Fine. Barry, Barry's on with us. I don't know who you got, who you want to talk to, but we're, you got both of us. Well, <laughs> everybody, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, Biscuit Bruce called in uh, the other day, and I had forgot that Mr. Frank Larry was yeah. his father in law. Yeah, I had forgotten it too, the Yankee killer. Yeah, and, uh, but you know, uh, Coach, I, I was going to call in. Do you remember the hamburger joint he had over in Northport back in? The- a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Not not a whole lot, but I do remember he had one over there. Yeah, and you know, you know, Frank, uh, Frank uh, had a um, a um, place to to. I'm trying to think of a word. He were he had a place in Florence. His son did in Florence. I don't know where I'm from. An engraving company there for the engraved really? stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say, you know, I remember that hamburger place, and uh, the the sign out front was what uh, I remember the most being a kid, but it was a, a, a likeness on a, a lighted sign of Frank in his uh, in his baseball uniform, and, and the lights, it was like he would wind up, and the lights would be, uh, him pitching a ball, and and, the, and those lights would pick up where his hand came and yeah. go like it was a pitch. It was a fascinating thing. And yeah. I never, you got a better memory than I do. I, I, I've, I've forgotten that, yeah. Well, it made such an impression on me that every time I hear Mr. Frank's name, that's what I think of. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and I, I was going to call in because Bruce got me to thinking about that, and uh, I was wondering if you remembered it. Yeah, I do. I, I remember a little bit about it, but I I, I had not. I, I had forgot about the wind up deal and all that kind of stuff. I knew you had a place out there. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, it, Frank Larry was uh, some some player boy. Well, I never did get to see him play, but people told me that uh, he was he was a great pitcher. And uh, Tom, I think he had six or seven brothers. Really? I think so. Yeah, I think he did. I didn't know all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sure did. He did. Uh, but uh, anyway, I, I appreciate Biscuit Bruce bringing him up and uh, me thinking about uh, uh, eating a hamburger there at that uh, place way back in the day. So you, so you, uh, what, you, what you thinking on this Tennessee game? You know, uh, this is not going to be an easy game. There, I said that about four months ago. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of factors working against Alabama. You know, if if they don't play a good, clean, solid game, uh, Tennessee will win this game. And, and I've been thinking about, uh, you know, the whole time you saying uh, that Alabama could face Tennessee again in the SEC championship. You know, that's a real possibility. Yeah, it is. It is. Now they could beat they could beat Alabama and Georgia and and uh, look into schedule. Of course, anybody can upset you, but they've got a. They've got a clear, pretty much clear sailing outside of these two games. Of course, outside of these two games is big, but uh, they could represent the East if they were able to beat Georgia. Well, you talk about it now. Tennessee, they they beat LSU, and everybody goes, "Oh well, LSU ain't nothing now." Like, well, you know what? Uh, they were something before uh, Tennessee got down there, and things yeah. went against uh, LSU. But you think about LSU if they beat LSU, and they were to beat Alabama. And then beat Georgia. That's that's strong right there. Yeah, it is. Their, their team is awfully good. You know, I kind I kind of throw away the stats in this game. 
Yeah. Uh, because the momentum is so, you know, Tennessee's so excited to play and, and um, you know, kind of getting it back a little bit from all those years they've been bad. So they're not real good pass defense-wise. Now, I don't know how well Bryce's, you know, Bryce's hand, arm is, but uh, Tennessee has not been very good about the stats you can throw him out. Uh, well, I don't know if you heard this or not, but uh, they were saying yesterday on the afternoon shows that uh, that they had been working uh, Ty Simpson at quarterback. You know, okay. Yeah. And uh, now, what I don't know what that means. My they tell me he's a good little player. I've never seen him play much, but they tell me he's a good little player. Yeah, it's a bunch of good players, though, in this SEC thing. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I wanted to bring this up, Coach, and see what you thought about it. You know, Tennessee's okay. offense is just that kind of offense that can score a lot of points. And, uh, and, and they can hit you fast. And, uh, and they, therein lies the problem, I think, for teams that's trying to defend them. I think they're number one in, in, in the red zone. I think they were number one in the league in the red zone. When they get it, when they get inside ten yard line, they're gonna score. They have been scoring, so I don't know. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they are. Anyway, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thank you for calling, Tom. Appreciate you calling. All right, All right uh, we'll go ahead and take this break. We'll open the phone lines back up two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Two men in truck out of thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies. Whatever you need to make this a smooth move, give them a call today for the first one, 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things looking pretty good on the roadways on this Friday morning. Do drive carefully, and of course, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Towns and Nissan is having a special sale today with super markdowns and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. Medical cannabis dispensaries should be operational by this time next year. But Alabama State Treasurer Young Boozer has told the monthly Alabama Cannabis Commission meeting federal law requires transactions to be in cash only. The deadline for business requests to be filled with the commission is Monday. Just over 380 applications have been received so far, at least two from Tuscaloosa, which is one of six cities to opt in for sales so far. I'm Don Hartley. Hey there, folks. Head Fry Cook, Bob Baumhauer here, and I just want to say thank you for allowing Baumhauer's Victory Grill to serve you for 40 legendary years. When I first delivered out... Coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A big warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine. Tuscaloosa's high at 81. For tonight, the sky fair, the low at 54. Tomorrow, a sunny day with a warm afternoon, the high 84. Sunday, partially sunny, a few isolated showers late in the day, the high 81. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, Gundy. Yellowwood.com to find that dealer closest to you. you. Always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, guys, you don't want it. I think I saw where he and Hooker, I believe he's five years to stay in the college. So here's a guy who's, uh, is that a big advantage there for tennis? to have a quarterback that is uh, going into this game on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's a big advantage. But, you know, the age factor is huge. When you get when you start and play against 18-year-olds and you're 23 and 24, there's somebody else in the league, too, that's got a lot of age on them. I forgot another quarterback. I forgot who it is. But Hooker's, um, you know, an older guy in the, in the you know, pretty much polished guy. He he knows he knows the game. But by that I mean he knows when to run, when to pass. He's, he's he doesn't overdo either one of them. I don't think so. He's you know they're they're a good team, and whether you know it's going to be a it's going to be a darn tough game for Alabama. Yeah, Joe. I think uh, the one uh, deal with the teams that have beat Alabama, they've always had good quarterback play. Uh, I think this kid may be playing as well as anybody in the SEC. And if he were to knock off Alabama, I think his name will start having Heisman talk. Uh, is that the one advantage there that Tennessee has? Obviously, playing at home, but uh, having an elite quarterback uh, there is the recipe to beat Alabama. Oh, absolutely. Having the elite quarterback and then having the offensive mind to utilize the elite quarterback, I think the fastball offense is really going to give Alabama some trouble on Saturday, Barry. Well, this is this game, too, too Barry, is um, the Texas game. Alabama's very fortunate to win. I've already said that. But the Texas game really helped Alabama. I, and I know everybody gets up to Alabama. I know everybody's excited. But the atmosphere outside of the heat, the heat will be it won't be as much heat as it was at Texas, but the carrying on that Texas did will it be the same way at at, uh, at Tennessee? So Alabama's kind of sort of used to something like that this year with this team, and uh, you know if if there is such a thing as home field advantage, and for me, for me there is. For other people, they don't believe that. I do. Um, I think home field advantage is certainly certainly going to be a now, maybe not a factor, but it's certainly going to continue to get Tennessee to play hard. If they were, if they were to get down a little bit, uh, score wise, they'll, they'll keep playing awfully hard. 
Yeah, absolutely. It, it's going to be it's going to be a, a huge challenge, I think, to uh, to to go in there and slow down this Tennessee offense. Uh, but you know, with the, with the Alabama defense, uh, you know, top top end ranked defense, coach, you think Pete Golding can uh, can design something special to slow them down? Well, Pete Golding's an excellent football coach, uh, and I, I'm going to tell you why he is, Joe, because the kids think he is. They, he, the kids feel like the guys that he plays for. When you when you interview them individually or in a group, they'll they'll tell you certain things that he did to get them ready to play. He's a I don't care paint this what the fans say. He's an excellent football coach, and besides that, he is the formula of what Coach Coach Saban likes, and that's a recruiter as well as a coach. And I think I don't know whether yeah, they design slick or not, but uh, he does a good job. The other factor, uh, guys, with, with Tennessee, as I think Joe just mentioned, it, is they go so fast. Well, a lot of times Alabama in the past has liked to sub to match your personnel, uh, but when they're going so fast, there is no subbing uh, no. there. So conditioning will be a factor, but uh, oh, I think yeah. going fast has always been a problem for Alabama. You know, I agree with that. I think, I, think, I, think, uh, I, I think going fast kills Auburn. I mean, I would, I, because I, I don't think they're conditioned, but I think there are teams, and I think you're right. Alabama goes against somebody that plays fast and not near as effective defensively as as they would be if they didn't go fast. I agree. I think I think going fast is something that you can't, or maybe you don't do a lot of simulating in practice. You don't simulate that quite as much in practice or get ready for the fast. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know if they do. Alabama does pretty much about. You know, gets ready for about everything, I think, because they got such a good coaching staff. But uh, it'll be interesting. And thank you, Barry. Barry, can you hear us okay? Well, Coach, Barry, Barry's having a little bit of connection issues. Yes. We're, we're going to try to uh, work that out in the next break. Um, Coach, just another one thing that uh, I'll ask you about is the noise at Tennessee, uh, with with that being such a huge Yeah, you know, I mentioned that. I think the noise would be a, somewhat of a, you know, it would be something that, I, as I just got through saying, I think Alabama's used to because they have it all the time. But I think they got a big dose of it against Texas. I think uh, you know the crowd was there when you got 110,000 rooting against you. Most all of them there. Plus you've got the heat. You had a you had a good you had a good feel for for what it takes to win. They were fortunate to win the game because the you know the Texas quarterback got got injured. But uh, that's just part of that's just part of playing football. So uh, it'll be the same type of atmosphere as far as the fans concerned. They're probably already there now, part of them, and. Uh, and uh, but then, of course the heat will, will certainly not be there because it'll, it'll be a lot cooler up there than it was at uh, at Austin Tech. Uh, it, it should be crazy. Right. Oh, go ahead, Barry. Yeah. All right, we'll just go ahead. We'll try to take this bait, everything straight and back out. We got our main man, Russell Biven, that can break down the Tennessee Volunteers better than anyone. Dad, tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Leverin Hayes as we run to this break. Prince Glover and Hayes, uh, we talk about that uh, or them uh, every week. But uh, I, you know, I say the same things over and over every day, and I guess that get old, gets old to you. But I think uh, if you have a problem, you're you're pretty wiggly about it. You don't know what direction to go, and especially if you have a new problem. If you have a problem that you're not you're not used to, somebody's coming after you, or you you're going after somebody, or you feel like that you need help, 
Prince Clover and Hayes and will be the kind of people that you can call and, and, and have a good feel about them. Um, they'll they'll give you good advice. They'll try to help you as much best they can on the telephone, and then then you go by you go by seven hundred one Rice Mine Road, and you visit with them. Then and I think that you'll find that uh, whatever we tell you on this little radio show that we do each day every day is what they you will find with them. They're they're courteous. They know their business, and I guess the best thing for all of you to understand is they're successful. Three four five. One, two, three, four, 205 area code, Prince Clover and Hayes. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Nick Saban issued a challenge to the entire program this week. The Tennessee head coach revealed his mindset before the Alabama matchup. Brian Robinson Jr. is expected to start in his next game with the Washington Commanders. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a report of a wreck on 69. This is just north of the bridge over Lake Tuscaloosa. It's blocking the right lane. You can expect delays, and it's foggy in the area. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is having a tremendous sale. Extra savings and cash back on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Have you ever wanted to be inside Bryant Denny in the middle of the field, sitting in the lower bowl, watching your beloved Alabama Crimson? Tomorrow is sunny day with a warm afternoon, the high 84. Sunday, partially sunny, a few isolated showers late in the day, the high 81. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone. That's Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated uh, from Great Southern Woods. If you go to yellowwood.com, that's Y-E-L-L-A, wood.com, you can find the dealer close to you. They've got a gallery right there. they got a book to, to help you build a five-star backyard. But when you do it, you want to use Yellowwood. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, we'll get right to the Yellowwood hotline. We'll go all the way up to... Knoxville, Tennessee, our good friend and a just absolutely great guy, Russell Bibbin. Good morning, Russell. How are you, sir? Is it grounded up in Knoxville yet? Hey, Russell. Boy, it is. We get hey, coaches. Good to good to hear you. Yeah, it's it's um, it's been a little exciting around here the last you know five six days, and some Alabama folks rolling in too. So, going to be a big one tomorrow. All right, Russell. This is the biggest game in Knoxville, Tennessee. Since when? <laughs> oh gosh, it's uh, fifteen years probably. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think '99 was the last time they played two top tens uh, in Neyland Stadium. But it's they're fired up here. I can tell you that it's the energy here has been been great, and 
Um, you know, a lot of hype going on. My dog's going crazy. Everything's uh, <laughs> ready packed down there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Um, Alabama's got two different kinds of quarterbacks in this game. Uh, I would assume that Melrose will play off some. I don't. I don't know that, but I think he will certainly. Uh, does this cause uh, uh, Tennessee a little bit of difficulty trying because both of them are so different uh, with their play? Does this this cause hopefully uh, Tennessee some problems? Yeah, I, I think it does because they have to prepare for both, and as you yeah. know, that that can be difficult at times. But you know, as we talked in the beginning of the season, I think what's been impressive to me about this Tennessee team is their, you know, obviously they score a lot of points, but their defense is pretty good. And yeah, it's, it's you know, it's kind of kind of like a yeah. pack. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a pack twelve, you know, offense, and then all of a sudden you have a really good defense, which can cause problems in the SEC. But there's no doubt about it. You can, they got to prepare two different ways for those two different quarterbacks. And hopefully for Alabama, Bryce Young will go and, and that'll be it. But yeah, Tennessee has to, has to worry about that. And that's obviously why you wait later in the week to this, to announce whether Bryce is going to play. So it'll cause problems for sure. As far as preparation goes. Yeah. Uh, Russell, tell us about Hendon hooker. Uh, I saw an interview with him about some of the books that he's written. Uh, he and Bryce Young, when you watch them interview, you say, man, I wish I could really get to know these guys on a personal basis. Just two uh, really, really good quarterbacks, but great guys as well, humble guys. Uh, yeah. Those are the kind of guys you need leading your football team. And those guys are – there's just not many guys like that out there, these two. Uh, just talk about Hendon Hooker and what he means to this Tennessee football team and that Knoxville community. Well, I agree with you. There's not a lot of – out there that uh, you'd want leading the program than those two guys. But, you know, Christian values for Hendon, he's written the children's book with Christian values. And just, as you said, a really humble guy, uh, handles himself well with the media. Um, as far as end game goes, you know, he reminds me a lot of Jalen Hurts. And I think is the further Philadelphia Eagles go with Hurts, the better uh, Hendon's hookers, uh, hookers chances in the draft become. But just a kid with a lot of integrity, um, you know, he never gets, if you watch him during the game, he stays calm, a lot like Jalen did, a lot like Bryce does, makes good throws, but he never gets flustered, you know, and that's him off off the field as well. Just a, a great kid. You want leading the program, great values, helps the kid behind him a lot. Uh, the number two quarterback, they're, you know, best of friends. So he's been a real joy to watch kind of grow up around here when once he transferred. Yeah. Uh, um, what has made this uh, this football staff? Of course, offense is is more enjoyable to watch than defense. So you've gone from a defensive yeah. coach to an offensive coach, uh, and thought and scoring points is more fun to watch. But besides that, what has made uh, it's a little less uh, not discipline's not the right word, but it's a little bit different practice wise. Uh, Meeting-wise, no uh, field-wise, yeah. talk a little bit about the difference. Yeah, the practices are more laid back as far as the players go, not while they're actually practicing, but, you know, they can come out and wear some stuff they want to wear. Um, Heupel's a little, uh, you know, not as controlling as far as that goes, and everything's not just set up just perfectly. As the kids kind of uh, enjoy themselves a little bit. Families can, you know, be around more at practice, so – 
kind of that family atmosphere, a little more loose, I'd say, but still focused. Um, I think when you can get loose players and, and have them focused as well, that's a pretty good recipe. You know, a lot different from, I'd say, Alabama practices where everything's dialed in the whole time. So, you know, it, it, but it, it's worked here at Tennessee. It really has. You know, the beginning of the year, the three of us were talking about, hey, if Tennessee could get out of this rivalry, would they? Remember? And, uh, you know, I yep. said no because of the fact that it's it's less of a hatred rivalry and more of a respect rivalry. And if it can ever get back to where it's a little more equal, it becomes kind of a national rivalry. And, again, you got college game day coming to Knoxville for the second time, which is pretty unusual during a college football season. I'm sure people outside the South aren't real happy about it. But it shows how big a game it is and how big the SEC still is. Uh, Russell, talk about uh, Tennessee's receivers. And then tell me how hypeful because when Jeremy Pruitt left, there there were players just pouring out of there. Yeah. To me, this is the most amazing turnaround that doesn't get enough talk uh, as to where the program was when he walked in the door to what they're doing today. It, it's really, really remarkable, Russell, and I don't think the media is giving enough attention. Did you hear him? Russell? Did we lose Russell? Let me, let me check on Jeremy? Russell real quick, and we'll, we'll get him right back. Dad, I want to ask you that. Is the media, are they, are they not giving this turnaround enough attention? I mean, when this guy took this job, it was a dumpster fire. Uh, and they went through the Greg Schiano fiasco. They had people transferring. He had NCAA problems with Jeremy Pruitt. And he's only a year and a half into this thing, and these guys are top ten in the country. I think it's a remarkable, remarkable turnaround. Well, I think they've gone to the, the transfer route, but I also think they've gotten the right people. Uh, Hooker's course has gotten even better, but I think transfer portal has, has been a plus for them as it is for some teams. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you, you, as you know, the transfer portal is great for some teams and not very good for some. And I think for Tennessee's and the Ole Miss at both, the transfer portal is, has been awfully good, especially for Tennessee and attitude-wise and technique-wise and coaching-wise and cheating-wise and all those kinds of things. Uh, Tennessee's changed it a lot, and they have uh, – uh, I got some questions yesterday about they didn't feel like the Alabama-Tennessee game was one of the big games in, in Alabama's schedule, and I said, well – uh, because you're young, you don't feel that way. But second to Alab- second to Auburn, in, in the era that I grew up, it was it was right next to Auburn as far as the biggest games of the year. Yeah, it's uh, if if Tennessee were to pull this uh, upset Saturday, uh, boy, it'd be a lot of just <laughs> a lot of a lot of kids that never seen obviously Tennessee or adults really almost ever seen Tennessee beat Alabama. I think it'll be a huge, will be a big, big, big deal uh, in Knoxville. They ought to, the SEC ought to just turn their head and say, if you guys win this game, we will not fine you for rushing yeah. the field. You deserve, deserve to. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of interesting to me, Barry, that they go ahead and give him a, a million-dollar raise uh, just to be sure that when this season is over with, when you've gone to mediocre to good, not great yet, but good. Uh, people come after you. 
We already have five Division One schools opening up. We have Missouri going might might you know might be going to open where he where he coached and uh, people coached and uh, it it's uh, it's a fact where if you're the athletic director, you've done a good job in bringing him in there, but you've also done a, done a smart job by being darn sure he stays. <laughs> yeah, you you wanna. Uh... You want to make him happy. You don't even want him to even think about looking somewhere else uh, just because of all the moves that you've had there. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, you feel like you got now hookers out and they uh, will hey, have Barry, to get another I quarterback. I don't mean yeah. to interrupt, but I've got Russell back on the line, if you will. Want okay. to continue your conversation? Yeah, we yeah. Are, sure. Sure. Go ahead, Barry. All right. Uh, hey, Russell, I'm trying to remember the question I asked you. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the turnaround, the, the hype ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he took this job, Russell, as we discussed, it was a dumpster fire. I don't think the national yeah. media has given him enough praise, his staff, uh, the administration there for this turnaround. Uh, to me, it's almost it's amazing what he's done in such a short time. You know, it, it, even last year was was kind of a success, even though, you know, I mean, they would have taken more wins, but I think they had 28 kids that were trying to transfer to other programs, and he either sat down with all of them or got on the horn and got a lot of transfers in here, which the transfer portal can make a dumpster fire a little bit easier at times to put out. Uh, recruiter in that regard, and they had guys specifically for the transfer portal uh, as far as recruiters go and got on it and once they got in here they started learning that offensive system uh and it was it was it, i haven't seen many barry as far as that goes and national intention it's been kind of kind of incredible really i think obviously now people will start taking note saturday will be a big yeah. one for this program for sure no doubt that well i couldn't really see why people would want to transfer really out of there because it the word's not e- it's not easier. Uh, that's not the right word when you when he comes in taking the other coach's place. But it is a little bit it's it's different and maybe more laid back and more fun. And for those people that left, yeah. they just didn't want to be there to start with uh, for whatever yeah, reason. I, I, but that, more they did a great job of the transfer. For sure. yeah. yeah, they did. I think player friendly is kind of the right yeah. word for it. You know. And now guys want to come here, and the guys that are here are telling their buddies, hey, you want to come here? And you know how that goes once players start recruiting other players, and that snowball starts happening, and it uh, and it gets bigger and bigger. But, you know, I still think Alabama will win this game, but I think it's it's going to be more interesting than it has been in recent years. Uh, Russell, is there, a, is there a program in the SEC right now that has a better combination of basketball Baseball and football. I think Tennessee, where the you know, the football team's always been the one lacking. Obviously, Didiello's got right. baseball going. Rick Barnes has got basketball going, and now Hypo. I don't know that there's a team in the SEC that has all three clicking uh, like Tennessee does at this time. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably that's probably a good call. You know, Auburn just can't do anything in, in football. They were pretty good and basketball and obviously in uh in baseball they had a good year but yeah I, I i think right now those three sports and even if you want to throw in the women's basketball has you know done really well danny white you know i think has done a good job coming into this program and taking over what was kind of a mess obviously 
and um, and helped turn that around. Neyland Stadium has a lot of renovations, so a lot of positive things going at Tennessee. What about the uh, what about the t- the future of Tennessee football? Has has this success uh, really put a plus in the recruiting? Uh, you know, and then Hooker's not going to be there forever. I know they I know they got the right. quarterback from California, and that was a big dispute over how much money they gave him. And and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but he'll have other quarterbacks wanting to come there too, with the way they've been, the way they play. I think. Yeah, you know, I think they will. But you know, once some five stars commit, some of those quarterbacks go other directions. You know, I think yesterday, as I was, was looking through the recruiting rankings, they were about fourteenth. Which surprised me a little bit. I thought they'd be higher than that, but um, you know, these types of games obviously is a big chance for them to bring guys in to see what the atmosphere is like, see what it's like being around some of the other players and families being able to come in, and then being around other you know basketball players that they can be around for a little bit, and Coach Barnes and those kind of guys can can talk to them. So um, this is this is a big one, you know, but. The Tennessee fan base is a, is a lot like many SEC fan bases. Once you get that that winning back a little bit, they sure get disappointed in a, in a loss, even if it's to a really good Alabama team. You know, so it be this place will be just electric. Obviously, if Tennessee yeah, were it, to win it, I would expect gold yeah, I, to come down and everything else. Uh, <laughs> I think is, one there, of the, is there uh, <laughs> tickets? Are there, are there any tickets at all? For can you find a ticket there? No, no. Yeah, boy, it's hard. It's hard, Coach. Now, as usual, I'd have two on the fifty for you two guys, but it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a but I, Russell. Here's my fear for Tennessee people: is that everybody was saying how bad Texas A&M and our producers that Alabama's going to name the score, and I kept saying, "Guys, be careful, be careful." <laughs> uh, Texas A&M's not as bad as y'all think, and and but everybody now is telling it's the, it's the reverse that. Hey, Tennessee's going to yep. beat Alabama. I think out yeah. they're going to get Alabama's best game. I think there is a chance, Russell, that Alabama comes in there and blows them out. What will that do to the Tennessee bike? Yeah, you, know, you make a Alabama, good... <laughs> it could happen. It could certainly happen. You make, you make a good point. Yeah, you make a good point. I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. You know, what will happen if it's, a, if it's a blowout win and then you got UT Martin coming in the next week, which – you know, obviously they're they're FCS, but then you got to go to you know Georgia coming up November the fifth. So I, I it wouldn't be good. Now if it's a it's a tight loss, you know that'll be disappointing for Tennessee fans. But I think they'll be able to handle that a little bit better. But yeah, it could be really deflating if things go south for Tennessee. It also could be have, the Tennessee. Go ahead, Barry. I'm sorry. I just have a hunch. That Alabama is going to go in there and blow them out. I do. Uh, I think you're going to have a you know Alabama focus. They just have not clicked yet fully, and if they click fully, it's going to things are going to be interesting and kind of ugly. I think for the rest of their opponents for Alabama. I can tell you right. I can tell you right now. Alabama is not going to go in there and blow them out. I, I think they're going to blow them out. Joe, write that down. I'll text y'all during the game. <laughs> I'll, gu- I'll guarantee you they're not going there and blow them out. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, get ready. Hey, y'all having an orange out over there, Russell? It'll be an orange out, yep. 
Russell, Russell, there might, I made this statement the other day. There might be a possibility that Alabama and Tennessee will play again in, in, uh, in Atlanta. That's right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, if, if Alabama beats them and they, but Tennessee beats Georgia, I think you could have that all over again if both were to, you know, win out the rest of the season. And, you know, honestly, I don't think Georgia's playing that good. I'd really, I know everybody's all over them, but they're just not playing that good to me. I just don't, I don't see it right now. Um, you know, I don't think Auburn did any good. Uh, Missouri almost got them. Kent State played with them for, you know, three quarters. So I think there's a chance Tennessee can go to Athens and win. All right, Russell, do you want to give us a prediction on the game before we let you go? Yeah, I got, I got 34 31 Tennessee. Excuse me, Alabama. 34 31 Alabama. That's not a blowout, Russell. That's that's a heart stopper nope. right now. No, you were saying blowout. I, I was saying it ain't gonna be a blowout, Russell. It ain't gonna be Russell. I'm on 34 31. All right, Russell. Great no, stuff. Right. We'll, we'll, hey, hey, it's hey over. Russell, we'll, we'll if they win by six, Barry will call it a blowout. I'm saying it's gonna be a, <laughs> you know it. A blowout yeah, it'll be he'll seven call it a blowout if it's a field goal. When the horn goes off, he'll barely call it a blowout. Yeah, he will. I called it last week. I said A&M's going to give them all they wanted, and they did. And I'm calling a blowout this week, so we'll see if I'm right. Russell, great stuff, man. Right. We appreciate you. Have a good weekend. Thank all you. All right, thank you. All right, there's Russell Bivin, and uh, he says if Tennessee wins, the goalposts come down. Joe, the goalposts coming down if Tennessee wins. Uh, on Saturday afternoon, where they take the goalpost out of the stadium. Absolutely, they will. <laughs> Do you blame? Should the SEC fine them if they rush the field? I say no. No, I, I mean they will, them. but uh, I mean they've got some bent up frustration there. They got to get it out. All right, we'll break this break. My man Mike Brown will jump in with us uh, with Alabama one. You listen, Tide one hundred point nine is the home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, I got a report of a wreck on 69. This is just north of the bridge over Lake Tuscaloosa. It's blocking the right lane. You can expect delays, and it's foggy in the area. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is having a tremendous sale. Extra savings and cash back on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. You know what happens in a plasma chamber? Big stuff. Science stuff. Diamonds. I'm Tom Osmond. Fincher and Osmond Jewelers carries 100.9. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. You know what that song means. We'll get right to the Yellowwood Hotline. We're going to talk a little money, money, money. And there's no better place to have your money or get you get you some money than Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Good morning, Mike. How are you, my man? Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Mike. Uh, you guys had a great week there at Alabama One? Oh, it's always a great week at Alabama One. It's been a great October. Uh, a lot of great things still going on. We've been talking about with you guys the auto promotion on saving some money, refinancing, or if you're purchasing another auto. 
And so we have a great promotion going on there, no payment for 60 days, and up to 250 cash back with already an incredibly low rate. But we've, we've been talking about that. That'll be done by the end of this month, so there's more information on our website. I just, whenever we have the opportunity to chat, want to remind the listeners that we're just so much more than that. We have plenty of security and fraud risk tools with our debit card program and our online banking. And there's just so many different things you can do at Alabama One Credit Union to manage your finances that if you're looking to save money with a loan product, that's great. It's a raising interest rate environment. We're still going to be a low-cost provider in all those categories. We've talked briefly with mortgage and home equity loans and even business banking and business loans. But we just have so many tools to manage your money from direct deposits and automatic payments and transfers that we're just so much more as a financial institution and looking for ways to help help save money for people, but also help them manage their finances a little bit better, especially as we get into that holiday season. Yeah, Mike, uh, you know, obviously you guys have different departments there. If someone wants to, to come in and sit down with somebody on the mortgage side or, or talk about a credit card or talk about a uh, maybe a car loan, what's the best thing for them to do to go ahead and get that process started? Uh, tell them how to handle it. No, absolutely. Look, most of our branches are well-equipped to have a quick conversation about the majority of the products that you just mentioned. Car loan, you want to manage another checking account, set up your online banking. Listen, we have 18 branches over the state, and we're only looking to continue to grow and add more uh, points of access for our membership. So swinging by a branch will always get you that first touch, that first resource that our branch team helps out with. We have a great contact center. If you can't make it into the branch, you can give us a ring at 1-800-225-0110. And if they don't have the answers, they'll at least get you to the appropriate department. Say you're going to talk about mortgage, they probably want to get someone specified, you know, specific to that that area of the house, if you will. But we also have financial and wealth and retirement services they can get you set up with. So just swinging by the branch or giving us a call. And if you have some downtime, check out the website. Alabama1.org has a ton of resources. Uh, and it's a great way to start your journey and start looking to what new promotion we have going on. And the people there are outstanding. Uh, you know, you guys hear Mike uh, every Friday. When I see people, they say, man, Mike's got a great radio voice. Uh, I said, yeah, he's, uh, he's he's like Dad and I. He's got a face for radio. Now, he's a lot better looking than Dad and I. But uh, <laughs> the people at Alabama One, uh, you know, they're, uh, I said, yeah, he's uh He's, he's like Dad and I. He's got a face for radio. Now he's a lot better looking than Dad and I. But uh, <laughs> the people at Alabama One, uh, you know, they're just good people. Uh, all the people I know I've ever dealt with, and they're, you know, sometimes banking stuff can be stressful. Uh, you know, stuff that you don't know, and people's money are is a sensitive issue. But just, uh, Mike, I want to maybe give you guys a plug to how comforting it is to be around. And, and deal with people that make you feel comfortable and make it easy for you, and we'll go out and find the best solution for you. Uh, we appreciate that, Barry. Yes, definitely have a face for radio, and I've, anyone that said that, thank you so much. Uh, in all seriousness, though, <laughs> that's, we take a lot of pride in our people, the team, the staff. It's all about, like you said, reduce the intimidation. Finances can be stressful, especially coming out of a pandemic and talking about inflation. We, we get it. We work in that space every day. Our job is to work with you. And we have a ton of different tools to help. So just let us know what your one is, you know, the Alabama one, the reason that you might be seeing us. And then we'll do our best to put you in the right product, service, or at least maybe explain something that otherwise would be an intimidating topic. All right, Mike. You know, i got to talk a little Florida State Seminole football. Uh, big game, man. 630 Clemson coming in. This line's low, three and a half. So uh, 
the odds makers believe that uh, Florida State has a chance there. It's been a tough little stretch for Florida State. There's a lot of teams pulling for Florida State to pull this upset to get Clemson kind of out of that Final Four picture to leave more room, maybe wiggle room for an SEC team to have a loss. Can we pull the upset this weekend, Mike, against the Clemson Tigers? I sure hope so. When I was looking at the schedule, I, I think we talked about this two weeks ago. We were 4-0, and and I was like, well, we'll probably end this little stretch at 4-3 and and then start picking up some debuts. But the team's been showing they have the ability to win. We haven't we haven't just squeezed it out right there in the very end in the past. But I think it'll be a close game, and I'm excited to see how the Noles continue to progress. We've got a couple guys coming off of injury that should that should play very well. Uh, again, we're, we're pretty thin when it comes to we got some good talent. But when one guy gets hurt, you can definitely feel the ripple when we've felt that for the past two weeks. So I think it'll be a solid game. I'll take anybody else rooting for Florida State if you're just trying to get Clemson out of the top five, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll take any extra uh, good luck and cheering that we can because I know Alabama's got a big game this week anyway. So uh, we'll, we'll be over there watching the ACC beat each other up. All right, Mike. Once again, great, uh, great segment by you. Look forward to visiting with you next week. Enjoy the weekend, my man. Thanks, Barry. I got one special guest sitting here with me today. He wasn't feeling the best, but he wanted to yell, go Knowles on the radio. Let's hear it. Let's get it. Let's... Boy. I missed up my whistle boys there. All right. Boy. Good job. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right. We, we want to thank Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com. Dealer closest to you. All right. We'll pick up our high school set. Then we get back. My main man, Byron Abston, the athletic director out at Tuscaloosa Academy. Great things going on over there with the volleyball, football, and basketball season. Is right around the corner. We'll talk all that with Byron when we get back. It's the Tide 100.9. This is home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, got a report of a wreck on 69. This is just north of the bridge over Lake Tuscaloosa. It's blocking the right lane. You can expect delays, and it's foggy in the area. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Towns of Nissan is having a tremendous sale. Extra savings and cash back on your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Hey, Tide fans heading to Knoxville this weekend? Catch Mecham Auctions in downtown Chattanooga this Friday and Saturday with 600 American muscle cars, classics, Corvette. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room, 205-342-9904. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. He's my agent. Let him become yours. at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. Uh, nobody really likes insurance unless you need it, and Andrew will make sure you got enough to cover whatever you need. 205 722 Zero one. All right, as we roll on this Friday, we'll go to uh, the Andrew Knifer hotline. We 
On Thursdays and Fridays, we'd like to talk high school athletics in the area. And on Friday, we talk Tuscaloosa Academy, brought to you by tax organization led by Ray Cole. And we got the athletic director on, uh, Coach Byron Abston. Do I call you Coach now? Uh, good morning, Byron. How you doing, sir? Hey, Byron. I'm doing well. How you gentlemen doing this morning? Okay. Oh, we're... We're doing good, uh, Byron. You got a pick for the Alabama Tennessee game before we dig before we dig into what's going on at TA. Uh, I'm, I'm predicting a blowout. Dad says no way Bama blows them out. What do you think, Byron? I think I will go with you, Barry. Uh, I think Alabama's going to rebound, and I think uh, you know, even though Tennessee's been sneaking up here this season and doing well, I still think we're going to we're going to probably beat them pretty well. Hopefully, I don't know if Bryce is going to be back or not, but. Uh, I think we're going to we're going to win, so I, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little TA athletics there and, and the school in general. Uh, volleyball's winding up. Uh, they've won the area tournament. They, I mean, I'm sorry, they won the area. They got the area tournament tomorrow uh, at home, and then headed to the state tournament. Football uh, got a nice little win streak going. Uh, basketball getting ready to get started. Uh, with practice on Monday, with middle school games actually next Thursday, the first time the middle school will play in the public school league. So a lot of exciting things going on at Tuscaloosa Academy right now, athletic-wise, Byron. That's right, yeah. We played tonight up in Sullivan. Uh It's a big area game for us. And hopefully if we can come back with victory, that'll put us in great position for the area, uh, for the playoffs, and give us a, a home game to start the playoffs this this season. So, we're really excited about that. Uh, you know, we've got uh, our Coach Wright uh, called me or texted me this morning, and uh, they're at the hospital this morning. Uh, Uh-oh. Hopefully, you're going to have their little baby boy this morning. So, uh, wow. he got his hands full. So, we're, we're, we're praying for those guys, make sure they have a, a, a safe delivery. So, you know, it's, a, it's an exciting day for Tuscaloosa Academy football, for sure. So, we're excited about that. So we wish them good luck. Nope. And, you know, with volleyball, you know, Brad Starks, he's been on, I think, a couple of times, and he's done an excellent job with our team. We've got a great group of girls, and uh, I know they're excited. And get to play tomorrow. We'll play the winner of Francis Marion and uh, Green County. So I think this is going to give us uh, a seating for next, uh, I think it's next Wednesday or Thursday, we'll play down in Montgomery. So, it's been a great season for them, and I'm proud for for volleyball. So, uh, good things coming out of that. And uh, as you know, we're uh, basketball is gearing up. So I know you're kind of waiting for football to <laughs> get over with. So, but uh, I think we're gonna keep on with a with a good run with football. So you may have to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, that does this when you you know smaller school, which is great. But most of the kids, a lot of the kids play multiple sports uh and so a lot of kids do play football that will play basketball so i'm always looking at josh like do i really want you to win no i do want them to win uh but uh you know those guys are doing great so they'll go deep into the playoffs uh so you know you get those guys and you practice a few guys that you have which will start on monday um it, it's a little bit difficult, uh, so hopefully, yeah. uh, whenever they do finish playing, uh, we can get our get everybody in there and start building the team. We no, have to practice I don't. Those guys started money. Any suggestions for me, right? No, there? I, I don't help. have any suggestions. I I, I suggest that uh, when people knock on his door, uh, that sometimes he doesn't need to answer because it's all and not always good news. 
He always says that uh, Byron, Byron, I was talking with Byron Abster, the AD at Westminster Academy. Uh, when anybody, does anybody ever come see you, Byron, with good news? Does anybody ever shoot you an email saying, you know what, Byron, I just think Coach is doing a great job or you're doing a great job? It's usually some kind of complaint AD or something. Get that get to do. AD oh, he doesn't? Get that oh. oh, yeah, oh. yeah. It's just a lot of suggestions. You know, I get a lot yeah. of suggestions. So, yeah. See, he's, being, he's, re- he's being real nice by calling them suggestions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I was going to tell you, too, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, you know, one of our football players, Jackson Cooper, uh, got a full-ride offer uh, this week from Sanford. So that's exciting news for our football program for sure. Yeah, and Jackson uh, is a great young man, and, and Josh came to me, and he's going to play basketball there. This guy's about 6'5", yeah. 3'10", and uh, he's got pretty good feet there. So I think basketball uh, will help Jackson as well. I know a lot of the colleges are excited that he's going to play basketball because I think they, they think that will keep him in condition, that get him in better condition. So he'll be an exciting addition uh, to the basketball program as well. But I know he's an excellent football player. Uh, and just talk about the kids there in general. It's a great academic environment at TA. Uh, I think the counselors there do an absolutely outstanding job of trying to find scholarship opportunities uh, for these kids. They're on them all the time about applying different places. Their test scores are, are really, really good. Just talk about the, the whole student athlete uh, there at Tuscaloosa Academy Byron. Well, that's right, Coach. Um, you know, I, and I think Jackson Cooper is a perfect example to show that, you know, student athletes can come and play multiple sports. Um, and as you've seen, or you, you know, now with Jackson is that you can get to the next level, uh, you know, at Tuscaloosa Academy. Even though we're a smaller school, um, the opportunities are still there. And that's what, what the great things that are going on right now. You know, with the academics, of course, being uh, being great, and then you know the opportunities that a smaller school provides. You know, student athletes are the opportunities to play multiple sports, to be able to play uh, these, be a part of a team. And so, you know, I think that's the appeal to Tuscaloosa Academy right now, is, and the excitement around it, especially as moving from AISA to AHSAA, it, is. It gives us a, a bigger platform to, to be able to, to perform and participate in. And I think a lot of people are going to see, you know, that hidden gem that we are right now to, to want to be a part, to have the academic, strong academics, to have uh, a, a safe environment, to, to be in school every day, um, and then be able to, to play whatever sport, you know, whether in even any other activities, whether it's theater or the arts. Uh, you know, there, it's just about a lot of opportunity that uh, is available. And so, uh, you know, kids come out of school from TA when they graduate and go on to basically anywhere they want to go. So it, it really is a great environment for all of our kids. And, again, from an athletic standpoint, um, you know, if you're talented enough to go to the next level, you know, we've got great coaches here. I mean, Josh has – you know, unlimited contacts with college coaches. His brother is a, uh, a coach in South Carolina and has been with the Giants, and he's locked in with, with all of these coaches. You and, you know, Coach Wimp, you know, with all your contacts that 
you know, if there's opportunity out, you know, there in, the, in a kid, I think you, you know, you can get them to the next level if, uh, if they have that talent. So, um, you know, I, I'm excited. I think, I think it's a great time to be at Tuscan's Academy. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, playing in the AHSAA is another huge benefit to that. No no disrespect to AISA, but we were playing that league. Sometimes the college coaches uh, would look down like, all right, Dad, I need you to do me one favor with Byron before we let him go. Now, I didn't schedule real easy, so I'm not very smart. So tell tell him he's got to be patient with me on the wins and losses this year, Dad. Uh, what, What would you say to him? Uh, that maybe could help me out there because I may have a difficult season there because uh, we're going to be playing some really, really good teams. AD needs to go easy on me, doesn't he, Dad? Or do you think he should go hard on me? I yeah, know. yeah, he better go easy if you, unless you've got about <laughs> two or three big six, six guys that I don't know about. Big six? I ain't got a guy yeah. that can touch the rim. No. Well, you uh, better get you nah, some play- got yeah, yeah. Player, Players win <laughs> games, not plays. Oh, okay. No, nah, we got good, good. Yeah, I'll right, come back in mid-November and see, and we'll reevaluate this conversation, see how <laughs> see how we're doing. All right, so uh, now nah, we got some great kids great out there. And, yeah, yeah well, uh, Blake Henderson and Walker McGee are two of my leaders there. And what I love about those guys is I can text them and say, "Hey, go do this. Go get the balls. Bring them to the you know whatever I need. I got." Great young men. I always uh, tell Jacob Acker, uh, my assistant, how fortunate we are to get to coach such good kids. Uh, they're dependable. They work hard. They're respectful. And that makes my job enjoyable. Byron, we appreciate you guys. Good luck uh, to Josh tonight. I'll shoot him a text. Uh, is he is he going to coach the game tonight? A new daddy and coach uh, the game tonight? If he's a smart <laughs> husband, he may not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, Bob, we appreciate it. We want to thank uh, Ray Cole and the tax organization out there at Suskis Academy for making this segment possible. Appreciate it, Bob. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Byron. Appreciate it. All right, appreciate it, Jim, and y'all have a good day. Okay. You too, my man. All right, uh, hey, Royal Cleaners are trying to make life easy for you. All right, so you just give them a call, 205-391-0013. They can come pick up the laundry right there from you. Uh, get it all cleaned up and deliver it back. Three locations, University Boulevard. I go out to the one at Rice Mine Road. They're over in Northport as well. Royal Cleaners, for all your cleaning needs, give them a call today. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, Coach Sonny Smith is next. You're listed to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. On the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Two major events impacted by the pandemic in recent years highlight the weekend here in West Alabama. The Native American Festival concludes tomorrow in Moundville. It's the first time the major regional event has been in person since the beginning of the pandemic. The Kentuck Arts Festival returns to Northport tomorrow and Sunday. The nationally recognized festival has more than 200 artisans lined up from across the country and thousands are expected to attend. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. I'm Don Hartley. Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things moving along pretty well this morning. We do see some minor congestion on McFarland through the construction zone of Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Towns and Nissan is having a special sale today with super markdowns and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. And it's a great Travis Trent. Chris Jansen. They can buy me a boat. Together live. 
coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A big warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine. Tuscaloosa's high at 81. For tonight, the sky fair, the low at 54. Tomorrow, a sunny day with a warm afternoon, the high 84. Sunday, partially sunny, a few isolated showers late in the day, the high 81. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9. And online on Tide100.9.com. On the bank of the river stood a running bear, young Indian brave. On the other side of the river stood his lovely Indian maid, little white dove. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We'll get right to the Alabama One hotline and bring in our great friend, Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. Hey, Sonny. How are you guys? We're good. We're okay. We're okay. Uh, Sonny. After this game I'm against... sorry. I didn't quite catch that. Oh, uh, Could you please say that again? I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. <laughs> that was Siri. Yeah. After this game tomorrow, uh, Auburn is open, uh, which would give a new coach two weeks to get ready if that were to, be, if that were to happen. I hope it does because I don't like to see anybody lose their job. No. Is there... A, is there a chance that it, the rumor, your rumor mill, hear anything about that? Nothing, nothing that uh, says that it's absolutely done. And the reason everybody seems to hold back, they don't have an athletic director in place. And and I think uh, I think that it's going to hold on like that until they get the idea that we got this guy coming as an AD, we got this guy as an AD, or whoever that's going to be before anything is. Uh, is decided on Harson. In, in the eyes of, of the public, it's already over, of course. But you don't know what the, on the inner workings of, of the university if that's the way it is. And I, I think they're I think they're in a holding pattern until uh, an AD is is in place. And well, a lot of people think they, they think the AD might be coming from inside. The yeah. university. Is that happening? Yeah, I, I had heard, we had gotten a rumor, I'll go ahead and say it because this is what this is a radio show. But we'd gotten a rumor that the guy that used to be at Troy, Hartman, uh, and who Hartwell. is now at Hartwell. Hartwell. Hartwell, pardon me, who is at, uh, at uh, Utah, Utah State, State. Might, be the, might be the new AD. Have you heard that? Yes. Not, not, I haven't heard it like he will, but two names that I have heard. Usually, when when you uh, haven't heard somebody, uh, they still will have a chance.
guys are coming in here. You know how that works here. It's a little different. Sure. But yeah. uh, yes, his name, his name is always one of the first or second names called. Okay. Coach, uh, how hard is that for Brian Harson? You know, it's, uh, you're going to be pay, paid well. That's what people always say, but it's still a difficult uh, situation. You move your family all the way across. Uh, you, that's all the speculation is, is when it's going to happen. Uh, how is that to, to stay focused, uh, still do right by the kids, uh, coach those kids the right way? Uh, how, how difficult is this job right now? People that are close to the program and around the program said it doesn't affect it. So the only place they have seen an effect on it is that they're not recruiting, that they don't place a lot of emphasis, they don't talk about it. Uh, and yeah. and today uh, in the paper they had a commitment uh, of a guy that's, that's coming to play for them. I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet, but the, the, the headline was that the, somebody had committed to him to come, and uh, that uh, – and, and he was a four-star commitment, and they expected to get another one, but they didn't name any names. And uh, that uh, that usually means it, that that that's more talk than it is, you know, how it really happened. But the talk, more talk than anything else, is that he's not recruiting. Not recruiting in the minds of everybody is it's already over. They're just wait, waiting for us. Uh, something to happen and that something to happen may be when an ad gets a job they'd like to they'd like to say that he was a part of the of the firing and hiring i'm sure yeah you know if they went to brian horse of course we don't know the answer to this and said hey we're gonna make the change at the end of the season but uh would you coach out the season uh you know, which is also a difficult thing to do. He's in a tough situation. What should he do if they came to him and said, hey, we're going to make the change? Should he just walk away right then and let somebody else coach the rest of the season? Or, Coach, how do you handle that, Coach? I think I think he handles it according to the way the payments of his, uh, of his agreement with them would be. <laughs> if the agreement yeah. was that uh, you go away right now, go away. But if it, if they don't give you your money unless you stay the whole year, you stay. So I say it all, it all come down to negotiations of, of salary. And nobody knows where that stands. Nobody nobody on the outside looking in, as, as I uh, would be, uh, knows who's making that decision right now. You know, the normal names are going to come up, Jimmy Reigns and all these people, but I don't I don't think that's the case. I think they get involved in getting somebody, but I don't think they make that decision. But that's just me. But I think that uh I think that this guy will coach out the season. I'd be totally surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. Bam. Um I noticed where the point guard at Auburn in basketball has lost nineteen pounds. Johnson kid. Uh, yeah. Suppo- supposedly is he's a good player. He's kind of a little bit wild, but he's darn good. Uh, switching over for just a minute. Uh, Auburn basketball is that going to be as good as everybody says it's going to be? Well, I said all along, and after seeing them, I would say yes, they're going to be really good. Uh, offensively, they're better in the post. They 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 got two people that can possibly score. Also in the post, they got a guy that's basically 6, 10, or 11 that played a little last year, uh, but is a shot blocker and a, and a defender, 
And I, I looked at it as if they have a post player that can defend, nobody's going to defend the rim as good as they did last year with Kessel. I mean, it, he was just outstanding. But if they were to get uh, the points a little bit better than Kessler got out of the point out of the post area, uh, the first and second substitution maybe, uh, that I think that would overcome the fact that the shot block is not the same. But everybody will say, well, if they have a shot blocker, and I've said the same thing myself, and if they do, if they're athletic enough to be a shot blocking team, I think every position has probably improved. I think a lot of it, fellas, that is going to, they're going to look into and has to happen is how is Flanagan going to play? Is he going to join the pack and be a, a double figure scorer and be a pro prospect? They had the pro day here two days ago. Uh, and he stood out in that pro thing. And he had been, he went home for a two, two days and trying to make a decision on what he was going to do. And he came back and, and they, they actually put the stats on uh, Facebook and I looked at him and his stats was probably better than anybody else. Wasn't terrific, but they played everybody. But, uh, I think he feels like that he has a chance to be a pro. And if he does, and if he comes back and plays well, and that point position is secured, uh, KD Johnson is going to be a wing player, regardless how much weight he loses and whatever whatever ball handling skills come up. He's he's a shooter. He he, he shoot first, pass second type of guy, and he's lost weight. I don't know if that lost weight is going to help him for the banging and beating he has to go through. But they're saying that that's made him a better player, KD Johnson. I'm talking about. Uh, tell us about, uh, NASCAR. Well, NASCAR is in, uh, in, in that type of the se- and the point of the season now where the championship becomes such a factor and the teams that, uh, some of the teams that were, were solid factors for winning was, uh, uh, Hendricks. They're always up there. And, uh, right now, right now, uh, Kyle Larson was the guy they're counting on. He's been playing, he's been doing poorly lately. Uh, you you do poorly if somebody takes you out in the wreck. You know it's like it, it wasn't your fault, but you still look as you you aren't getting the job done. And I I thought that it was, the champion would come out of the Hendrick group, and and it still may with uh, Bill Elliott's son and, and or, or Larson or one of those. But it's still all the talk right now is about the new car. It's called the new gen car, and all the drivers are complaining about it. Uh, they've had, when they had wrecks, they've had fires. They complain about that, and that is a big deal. And they also complain about the car is not as stable as the cars they've had in the past. But that's the owners and the drivers complaining. But NASCAR kind of keeps their mouth shut and, uh, because they, they put this gen car out there, and it's supposed to cure up a lot of ills. And evidently, from a driver standpoint, owner standpoint, it had done it. And that's most of the talk right now. All right, Coach, you're you're from Tennessee, correct? Yes. All right, so if, if, if Tennessee... I, I, I could, you could say I'm from North Carolina. It's right on the border. Or on mountains. On not, what, yeah. yeah. Or on mountains. Depending on what side the law is checking on the front with. All right, so if Tennessee pulls the upset against Alabama tomorrow, uh, what would that mean to that state, those people? They are dying to knock off the University of Alabama. This is probably their best chance in a while. 
I think the SEC should give them a break if they rush the field there. How big is this game over there for Tennessee, Tennessee people uh, tomorrow at uh, 2.30? Well, you know, Tennessee's always been able to fill a place up regardless, and, and they've been disappointed more than they've been uh, happy. And if this were to happen, it would be a big shot for the state of Tennessee and the Tennessee fans and uh, and and for Hypel also. And they're a big, big believer in Hypel, and everybody's excited. But you never say anything. You never say anything about Hypel's defense, and the people in Tennessee don't complain about it either. But I say if they're going to play Alabama, they, they need to get more hyped up on where they can defend Alabama, not where they can score on them. I think they can score on anybody, but I don't know who's going to stop Alabama. I don't think anybody has or will. Do you uh, do you think Tennessee can pull pull this upset uh, tomorrow, no. Uh, Coach? No, no. 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 <laughs> I don't think no. anybody can. Really? I don't think anybody can. I, I, I may be right. totally wrong about this, but we've all seen what the man and his team can do so many times that it's hard to say, well, oh, this guy's a better coach than him. This guy's got more material than him. There may be teams in the conference that say have a better offensive team or a better defensive team, but you never have a. Uh, you don't have I mean, Go ahead. No, you think they'll sell some Jack Daniels up there tomorrow if if Tennessee were to win that game? Oh, they, if they were to win, they'll give it away. <laughs> they give it away. <laughs> give it away, man. If if they were to win, I I, I might go up there to see if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 is, can anybody beat Alabama? Yeah, heck, they, they had two games. They had to win on the last play. Uh, so this this Alabama team is they're undisciplined uh, for some reason. I've never thought I'd say about a Dick Saban team. They hit people after the whistle. They just uh, they make a lot of errors. Uh, so we'll see if they can put it all together uh, tomorrow. If they put it all together, then no. But uh, they hadn't done it yet. So. Anyway, all right, Coach, uh, we'll let you get out of here and uh, have a great weekend. Any big plans this weekend? Uh, well, who do what now? <laughs> I said, any big plans this weekend before we let you get out? Yeah, he's going to watch cowboy movies. I'm going to watch cowboy movies and take care of my wife, who's been ill for quite a while. We get her straightened out. Uh, we get us some iron pills and, and a good cowboy movie, and we'll be okay. <laughs> All right, sounds yeah. good, Coach. Little, Thank you very much. Have a great Jack Daniels, maybe, huh? Tell Jan, <laughs> Thank, tell Jan I said hey. I will Have a great weekend, you. Coach. Thank you. Joe, Joe, has he hung up yet? Uh, yes, sir, just now. All right, uh, Dad, uh, you might want to have Coach uh, look at that stat sheet again. A guy just sent me the pro day stat sheet. He said Flanagan had the best stats. Uh Flanagan played, Dad, 17 minutes and 42 seconds of the 20 minutes. He was 2 of 13 from the floor. Uh, 1 of 5 from 3, was 4 of 4 from the free throw line. Had uh, 3 rebounds, 2 turnovers. Uh, so he was 2 of 13. He said he had a good day. I don't, does that sound like a good well, day to you, 2 of 13? Well, he got confused. <laughs> Okay, all right. He got confused. Uh, KD Johnson was four of six, and uh, the Johan, the big kid, they got. Uh, I got to play twelve, but he was six of nine from the floor. This kid could end up being a first round draft pick. Uh, 
I mean, Trey Orr. I'm not even sure how to pronounce his last name. All right, Doug, guys, let's get out. We'll get Dad's picks. Joe, I need you to double-check me. I think I've made my picks. You sent that thing back out this morning. I usually do it initially when you send it on Sunday. I don't know if you have any way to check to make sure I've made my picks. We'll find out who's winning the Pick'em contest. Uh, when we I'm get back, we'll get winning. Dad's pick. We know you ain't winning. And we'll get his We'll get Joe, get your picks, and get them recorded. All right, there's something about B-Dry. It's got that wet basement. You want to go to bdryalabama.com. For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. If you have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you, I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B-Dry a call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area. 205-946-3390. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Nick Saban issued a challenge to the entire program this week. The Tennessee head coach revealed his mindset before the Alabama matchup. Brian Robinson Jr. is expected to start in his next game with the Washington Commanders. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things moving along pretty well this morning. We do see some minor congestion on McFarland through the construction zone of Northport. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Towns of Nissan is having a special sale today with super markdowns and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. The mystery sale is back. How much will you save? Coupon giveaway starts Thursday in-store only. You could peel and reveal up to an extra 50% off while they last. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A big warm-up today with a good supply of sunshine. Tuscaloosa's high at 81. For tonight, the sky fair, the low at 54. Tomorrow, a sunny day with a warm afternoon, the high 84. Sunday, partially sunny. A few isolated showers late in the day, the high 81. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let those good folks at Wayne's make sure you're home protected for those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, Joe, um, let's get to the picks. Then we need to get that blue plate special out, tweeted, get him in and out that again. I've had people texting me already this morning, what's the blue plate? What's the blue plate? Uh, people that follow us on Twitter that listen to the show, like, yeah, just listen, and you'll get the blue plate. Before we do that, though, uh, Give mine and yours and dad's records. Who's in first place uh, on this pick so far? Well, if the people would follow us on Twitter, they would already see the Blue Plate Special was put out at 7.05 this morning on the Twitter machine. Okay. Uh, and so Thank you. So you can find that and, and, and uh, retweet it from Barry's account and Locker Room's account and my own account. So all they got to do is pay right, I'll do that right now. And they'll have all the Blue Plate Special information. Uh, we've got the Pick'ems contest going on uh, for, uh, for a Chuck's gift card prize. And Barry Sanderson, you move back into a tie for first place place with the kid Gary Harris with 46 and 19 as y'all's as y'all's record the first place record at 14 46 and 19 uh, I'm sitting there middle of the pack uh, coach and I are right there middle of the pack I'm at 40 where am I at 40 and 25 and Barry uh, coach Wim Sanderson is at 39 and 26 for the year so, all right let's get that pick for, uh, I'm not get pick for this weekend Coach, you're, not far you're right there in range. There's still, you know, we we still got a lot of season left, and all it takes is one bad week for Barry to, to slip up. So here we go. Here's our um, Barry. I did check. Yours was submitted for this week already. Okay, good. All right, all right, Wimp, uh, Coach. I'm sorry, Co- Coach. We're starting off with number ten, Penn State, at number five, Michigan. Well, it's going to be Michigan's going to control the ball. I, I'd say. Uh, I'd say Michigan. Michigan. All right, we're going to number 19, Kansas versus Oklahoma. Well, if I just don't know whether the Kansas quarterback can play or not. If the Kansas quarterback can play, Kansas will beat them. Uh, Oklahoma ought to be mashed for getting beat the way they got against the – I'm telling you right now, I I don't know whether the – is the Kansas quarterback going to play, Joe? Coach, I don't know. Uh, oh no, he's got a. Didn't he have a separated shoulder? And he's gonna yeah. Be out okay. Yeah, he's out. I better take Oklahoma. All right. We'll stay I don't like. Big... I don't like that. I think I, I'll take Oklahoma. Okay. We'll stay in the Big Twelve, <laughs> Coach. Number eight, Oklahoma State against number thirteen, TCU. Where is that game? TCU. I'm... At TC... At TCU. Yes, sir. Oklahoma State's undefeated, so since Oklahoma State's undefeated, I'm going to take TCU. Go Horn Frogs. <laughs> all right, Coach, the main matchup for all of us around town, number three, Alabama, against number six, Tennessee. Before you pick it, I've had two people already turn in sheets with Tennessee picks. Okay, I'm I picking uh, Tennessee in this game. That's a blowout. Bama blowout, Jeff. Remember, I said it. I heard you. I heard you. Number 15, NC State against number 18, Syracuse, Coach. 
Well, Syracuse is playing a lot better. They're playing better than they've ever played. But uh, NC State's up and down. Is it it at NC State? It's in Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. Oh, cripes. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm going to take Syracuse. Go Big Orange again. We got uh, LSU at Florida. Uh, I'm going to take Florida. Number 16, Mississippi State, is going over to number 22, Kentucky. Well, you're going to be shocked about this one. Kentucky is a favorite in this game. Uh, I'm going to take State. There you go. The Pirate, number 7, USC, is going out to number 20, Utah. Yeah, Utah got in a close one against UCLA. Everybody thinks they're down. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna trick everybody. I'm gonna take Utah. There you go. Two more, Coach. North Carolina is at Duke. North Carolina, and a close one. And the last one on the sheet, Coach, is Washington State is at Oregon State. Tough, tough call. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Oregon State because it's at home, but uh, it, it's gonna be a tough game. You go. That's coach's picks for the week. We'll see how he does, Barry. All right. Uh, so, who's tied with me? Did you say Gary Harris? First place, you, Gary. You and Gary Harris. You see, yeah, Gary's had been on a little hot streak. They won't win it when it's all over. Gary's terrible at picking games. You sure he's doing that fair? Is he picking the score after the game? Oh no, I'm copying off your paper. Off. I turn it off at eleven o'clock every day. So if you don't, he's get copying your... off your paper. <laughs> Gary is the worst I've ever seen it. I'm tied with Gary. He went Gary's three, in... He went three and two, huh? six and four, six and four, nine and one, six and four. What? Nine and one, and then seven and three across the first six of uh, the first seven weeks. What did I go last week, Jeff? What did I go uh, last week? Your records have been four and one, seven and three, five and five, eight and two, eight and two, six and four, eight and two. That two, had two Ooh, five three. and five records. I never had any that bad. Well, coach, I had three eight and twos. Coach, I've got you eight with and a, two, a three and two, seven and three, five and five, six and four, six oh. and four, five and oh. five, and seven and three. Okay, I'm not doing too good. That's all right, Coach. I've no. turned in a, a three and seven week already this year, and a four and six week. Yeah. So, hey. Joe. So, Joe, uh, are, are you thinking Alabama? Are you picking Alabama to win this game, Joe? Close. Did I just pick Tennessee. Close. You're yes. picking. You're picking Alabama, though. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick it somewhere around forty-five, forty-one. Oh my goodness. I mean, if Bryce plays, Alabama's defense is going to give up that 41? I don't know. I mean, I, that, that feels high, but I think I think, I think think uh, the, the fastball offense is going to give them some problems. What's the status on Bryce Young? He, he uh, 90%, where, where is he percentage-wise? Do we know? Uh, he's playing. He's playing. We know. Yeah, uh, he's uh, playing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about percentage-wise, but uh, I think he, uh, I'm pretty, pretty confident in saying he's playing. <laughs> I wonder how. Uh, do, you think that, do you think for one minute they're going to kind of tackle him in the first quarter? Heck yeah. <laughs> do you think they'd go after the shoulder? 
Yes. Yeah, of course. They low down. They dirty. Yeah. They some snitches. Of course they Snitches. They go gun. You'll be throwing, he'll be throwing it left-handed the second half. They'll push him to the ground a little bit when they get up. They just kind of push Why, him down sure. on his shoulder. Shoot. If well, he play, he they can, wouldn't do that. He can play left-handed, and he'll be better in Milrow. No, oh, come on. Don't be, the, don't be that guy. Don't be the <laughs> Milrow hater. Hey, he's uh, his throwing mechanics are some some kind of awful. I have never seen anybody go down on Milrow the way y'all have acted. I mean, I mean I the like guy, him. yeah, I like him, but and his athleticism is you, through the roof. Uh, but he, but his throwing mechanics are terrible. He's going to be your starting quarterback next year. Oh, that's great! Let's do it. Roll Tide. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. He he's got a year to work out some throwing mechanics. He don't okay. throw with his legs. He don't throw with his hips. It's all arm and shoulder and hand. So you're saying Bill O'Brien hadn't developed him? Oh, a corn. Nobody has. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. People say, "Well, Bill O'Brien hadn't developed him." But yeah. don't, don't you give him credit for developing yeah. if you're going if, if you're going to blame him for not developing Miro. He'll just get out there with my son for about a week. I think I've seen him hit the ball. I think he can be as good as Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I think All right, well, I think he's a good I think he's a hell of an athlete, but if you just watch the, watch the tape from last week, his arm motion, his mechanics, oh, it's bad. All right. Uh, well, we'll I'm going we'll tell, we'll tell both of you. I'm going to tell both of you something. Don't go buy a bunch of cigars. Did you get a cigar when you were down at R and R Cigars yesterday, uh, Joe? Well, I'm not really don't a get, smoker, so I passed on it. You better save you, you better save your money. They got a lot of cigars down there, don't they, Joe? A ton. They got a ton of cigars, and they got cigars in all kinds of price ranges. So I mean, they, yeah. that's the that's the stop, the place to go. Downtown Tuscaloosa. I wouldn't rush down there and buy Northport. Well, coach, if you store them properly, you can smoke it next year. Yeah, you got to get you a cigar now. Just uh, a lot of those Tennessee people, they hadn't sold a cigar in fifteen years, so they finally got to sell a few cigars. All right, we'll take this break. And wrap up the show and make way for the Gary Harris show. I'm tired with Gary Harris. Good night. It's a tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Head coach Nick Saban met with the media following Wednesday's practice for the Crimson Tide. So I, I think that, you know, our emphasis this week has been on um, everybody, you know, self-assessing, coaches, myself, players. You know, do you think you're really, you know, playing to the level um, that, you know, people respect uh, to the standard that we have here, that your teammates respect, the discipline, the toughness, the effort to finish, focus on the next play, accountability to do your job. And those are basic fundamental things that I think um, you know, are very, very important to being successful. And that's something that we've really emphasized. I think the players have done a pretty good job so far this week. I'll have more in a moment. 
Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama football against Tennessee on Saturday. Our radio coverage across the network will begin at 1130 a.m. Central, leading you up right to kickoff at 2.30 p.m. Central. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com. And don't forget to watch the booth cam on the Crimson Tide Sports Network Facebook page. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a couple of wrecks on the board. One on Skyland southbound. This is at the intersection with Townsend Nissan and Bama Buggy. We also have one on Hargrove Road near Prince Avenue. Drive carefully. Townsend Nissan is having a special sale today with super markdowns and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. This is Loyalty Lab Interview 6, subject, Grandmother's Loyalty. Margie, what do you do when your grandson misbehaves? Angels don't misbehave. Here we study. back to Inside the Locker Room. Uh, we want to thank Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. We heard Mike Brown the first hour. Great people out of Alabama One. You look for a mortgage, credit card, car loan, whatever you need. Uh, get by one of the local branches or go to www.alabamaone.org. Joe, I want to personally thank you. I know I've been a pain in the you-know-what the last couple of weeks with my travels i do want to be there for jack when we travel and i had a little deal planned with jenny uh this week and you've uh helped us out a lot but i'll be back in the studio for the rest of the year i won't be leaving uh anymore so thanks for uh all your help uh helping keep that not straight uh getting it straight this morning a big high school football game tonight i do know that Hueytown comes to northridge humongous game for Northridge. I think if they can win this game, and they'll get a home game in the playoffs. Uh, who's covering that game uh, today, Jeff? Oh, let me see my list real quick. We, I sent out my list yesterday. We're going to be covering eight games tonight. Real quickly, our, our list is going to be right. got to scroll past all my Thursday night football crap where everybody's talking mess about my Bears that are so bad. So, so bad. All right, so uh, we're going to uh, – Thompson is coming to County High tonight. Uh, we're going to go to Town and Northridge. Aiden's going to be out there by himself. That's going to be a huge game. Bessemer City and Central, uh, both squads looking for, for – to put an extra win on their schedule. Uh, Sipsy Valley at ACA tonight. Sipsy Valley trying to get in the playoffs. Uh, Dora is at Northside. West Blockton is at Hell County. Hillcrest is at Bryant. And McAdory is at Brookwood. Those are the games we will be at tonight. Unfortunately, we're going to miss Hubbardville at Pickens County and Montevallo at Holt. But those games will also be in action in the area. All right, Joe. Great stuff, Dad. Uh, have a great weekend. I'll text you guys during the game tomorrow. I'm calling blowout. Dad's calling Tennessee victory. And Joe's calling a close win by Alabama. We 
All of us can't be right. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama Sports. Have a great weekend, everybody. to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9.